Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. It is a great day that the Lord has made and the Lord will cause you to rejoice today in the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 from the New Living Translation version says, Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. That means even though you are a Christian, the reason you are still doing what your sinful nature craves is because you are not allowing the Holy Spirit to guide your lives. So if you want to live according to the way that God has said you should live and stop sinning and doing all of those things that are disobedient to the word of God, the Bible says the solution is to let the Holy Spirit guide you. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this new day and dear Holy Spirit, we yield to you. I pray for your people that the grace will yield to you and to allow you to guide our lives. Let it come upon every life today in the name of Jesus so that we will not yield to the desires of our sinful nature in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. If you do a good study of the Bible, you will notice that there are many things that God does and the sole motive for God doing that particular act is to instill the fear of God in the hearts of men. And God does this because he understands that the fact that we do not see him means that we have a high tendency to take God and his word for granted. Because really, when you move about, you might forget that God is in existence, you know, and therefore you take him for granted. The tendency to take God for granted is very, very high because you do not see him per minute, per time. So for instance, people come into church and the worship session is going on and people are walking up and down or you find people, you know, take their phones and they're making calls. Imagine if you could see Jesus standing there while worship is going on. Obviously, you're not going to walk up and down. You're going to prostrate on your face or kneel or, you know, reverence his presence. But because you don't see him, you bring out your phone while the pastor is preaching, you're sending messages to people, you're even taking calls and doing all of that. You even find some people when prayer is going on, even if it's in their private prayer place, prayer is going on and they put their phones beside them and the phone is on and then they are praying and then the phone rings and they actually interrupt the prayer to take a call that is beyond belief but people do that because they don't see god and so they don't realize that when they are praying they are actually before god and they are talking to this great and mighty being if you could see him you wouldn't interrupt that conversation to take your call because even your friend your casual friend that you're talking to a lot of times when your phone rings and you're talking to your friend you ignore the call and then you call the person back later so if you know that you should do that when you're talking to your boss or your friend or whatever what about when you're dealing with God. You cannot stop your prayer because you want to take a call or respond to an SMS message or something like that. But the reason we do that is because we do not see God with our physical eyes. The reason we disobey the word of God outrightly is because we're not seeing him. So God said, don't lie. Don't falsify figures. Don't leave unforgiveness in your heart. But because you're not seeing God, you go ahead and deliberately ignore the word of God because you can't see him with your physical eyes. And so because of that, God tries to activate the fear of God in our hearts by certain actions he takes. Let's look at a few examples. If we read from Acts chapter 5, the story of Ananias and Sapphira, they had connived husband and wife to lie about the amount of money that they wanted to give to the church. They were under no pressure to do that, but they just went ahead and did it. The Bible says in verse 9 that 
Peter said, how could two of you even think of conspiring to test the spirit of the Lord like this? The young men who buried your husband are just outside the door and they will carry you out too. So this sentence, Paul was actually making it to Sapphira, the wife, because Ananias, the husband, had come earlier and had lied. And of course, he died down there on the spot. And so he was now telling the wife that the same men that carried your husband to go and bury are coming to carry you. And immediately Peter said that, the Bible says in verse 10, instantly she fell to the floor and died. When the young men came in and saw that she was dead, they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Verse 11 tells us, and great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else who heard what had happened. So fear came upon the believers and fear came upon the unbelievers. The entire city came under the fear of God. Why? Because of what they saw happen. And God allowed that act to occur because he wanted to instill the fear of God in men. And sometimes the things that God allows to happen to activate the fear of God in our lives are not necessarily unpleasant things. Some of the great and good things that God does, his motive is to cause men to fear him. If you read Psalm 130 verse 3 and 4, the Bible says, Lord, if you kept a record of our sins, who, oh Lord, could ever survive? So the Bible is saying that God doesn't constantly keep a record of our sins. He is quick to forgive. Why does God do that? Verse 4 tells us why. He said, but you offer forgiveness that we may learn to fear you. That is why God forgives very quickly and very easily. The reason is so that the fear of God can come on men. Because you see what you have done very, very wrong. And then God forgives you immediately. The purpose of God doing that is to cause you to fear him. It's to cause you to honor him. It's to cause you to value him and revere him and all of that. The reason God is doing this is because of the benefits of the fear of God. For instance, one of the powerful benefits of fearing God is that without the fear of God, you cannot live in holiness. And without holiness, you will not make heaven. You will not see God. Let's take scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1. The Bible says, because we have these promises, dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit. Let us walk towards complete holiness because we fear God. So the Bible is saying that you're going to walk towards holiness from the place of the fear of God. If you read it from King James Version, it says perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That means holiness can never be complete until there's first of all a fear of God. And God recognizing that without the fear of God, you will not have holiness. That is why God does activities to cause you to fear him. Now, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. The Bible is very strong here on no man, no matter who you are, no matter whatever the position you have in society. The Bible says no man will see the Lord except that person walks in holiness. So because God wants you to walk in holiness so that you can see him, what he does is to activate situation that will cause you to fear him. A lot of people are asking, so how do I get the fear of God in my life? Well, it is an act of God. God activates certain things so that you will learn to fear him. Yesterday, we looked at the fact that to have the fear of God in our lives, number one, we need to desire to fear God. Number two, we need to pray it in. So these are the two things that come from our own side. The other thing that activates the fear of God is God himself. When he does certain acts that cause you to fear 
him. So night of power is three days away. Are you making plans to be there? Especially if you live in a Lagos environment, you should be at the night of power. Let God make himself real to you. You've heard about the spirit of God. You've talked about the spirit of God, but perhaps you've never experienced the person of the Holy Spirit. You've never experienced his healing power. You've never even experienced just personal deep encounter with the Holy Spirit. Then you want to be at the night of power. They're going to be divinely granted experiences and encounters with the Holy Spirit. And if you are sick or you're under any sort of oppression or you need the hand of God to move in your life, then you want to be at the night of power. The venue is at the Oak House Church, 112 Commercial Avenue. It is off Habak Macaulay Road in Yaba, Lagos. The number to call is plus 2348066710452. If you really, really, really cannot help it because you do not live in Lagos, then you want to follow us online, YouTube, Oak House Church will be live and also Instagram, Oyix Alfred will be live at 5 p.m. on May 28 and 29. Don't miss the night of power. This particular edition is very unique and very special. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the day. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Can you run?